Hey, what's up? This is Kat Jones, your host. Today is April 8th, 2020. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch here on Queer All Year. Hey, yo, it's Kat, and I'm joined, as always, by my bro and sound producer and co-host, Mick G. Oh, I can't believe you brought that nonsense song onto this podcast. Look, I've <laughs> the, had it stuck in my head. The literal nonsense song. It is nonsense, because Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. Sonnets. Macaulay Culkin wasn't home alone. Or was he home alone? No, he wasn't home alone. What? The, what does that lyric mean? He was. It says he wasn't home alone, but he was home alone. Well, there are the burglars in the house. I guess so, but it, like, so she stayed all summer <laughs> and then went home. But Macaulay Culkin wasn't home alone, <laughs> and Michael J. Fox was Alex P. Keaton. And, was he? Uh, she. You're the best mean? girl that I ever did see. The great Larry Bird, Jersey Thirty Three. What? <laughs> I love this song because they just. Like, I do like they, Larry Bird. Yeah, and they just made, it was just like, I can't find anything to rhyme with this. So, like, um, New Kids on the Block had a bunch of hits, and Chinese food makes me sick. Makes them sick? Okay. I guess. Yeah, it makes me yeah, sick. I've been known to He thinks to it's fly when girls that. stop by for the summer. If China is so great, why is their food just good? Um, Because Chinese food is not Chinese food. <laughs> it's American food. Yeah. Like literally, if you go, if you go to the, um, I think the Wikipedia page or maybe the official website of Panda Express, they will talk about how they invented orange chicken. <laughs> nice. And um, <laughs> General Tao's was invented in New York sometime, it, which is weird because it was gross in New York. If China's but... so great, why does it break when I throw it at the wall? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. That. That sounds about right. I don't know. <laughs> That's my input for the day. Yeah. You know, I like purple and macaroni and cheese and ruby red slippers and a bunch of trees. Heck yeah, so, we about to we about to roll and light some trees. <laughs> about <laughs> the, to that was the, put the host that was the on widest mute. way of saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're I'm pretty sure they're pretty white. Yeah. I don't remember, but like, I don't even know yeah. that it's actually a real song. I've never heard it, but it, it um, you know, I guarantee you've heard it. Like, yeah, I have an ability to block things out of my memory that oh, they're are traumatic so white. And... Oh my gosh, they look like if Aaron Carter like cloned himself, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh god. Who allowed this anyway. to happen? I don't. War well, crimes. um, the um, what year was this? The uh, well, 90s for sure, right? Yeah, it's got to be 90s. I wonder where it, where it landed on like the Billboard top songs. <laughs> Bustle.com has an article about how the lyrics make absolutely no sense. <laughs> like, yeah, duh. Yeah. Anyway, I had to listen for some reason. I had to listen to that song because it was stuck in my head, and then that led me to the that led me to In Sync, which led me to the Backstreet Boys, which somehow led me to Black Betty. Um, and so I was blaring that out my car windows. Black Betty ambulance. I don't, I don't know why I always. I don't know. I'm not gonna get yeah, into that. Yeah, it now. cracks me up. I love every version of like, whoa, Black Betty, and then whatever they say that sounds yeah. like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. So whatever anyway, they say that sounds like whatever. This has been good, positive, funny banter because we have a uh, not super happy you know, somebody episode. Somebody died. Yes. Is that what I? Yes, somebody died. Gathered from this. Yes. So, do we want to talk about this person who died? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. So, in 1990, 18-year-old Ryan Wayne White died of AIDS, and he was born in Kokomo, Indiana. So, apparently, Kokomo does exist. Oh my goodness! It's just not an island. What? Kokomo. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Kokomo. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm sorry that. To bring that up during this, but no, cow, no, I, under, I, I literally did the same thing. I was like, so it does exist. It's just not an island. I mean, you can play like steel drums in Holy Kokomo. Holy cow! Indiana. I am going to Kokomo. It's, we're gonna make <laughs> yes. A hey, Kokomo, we are as, coming for you. We yes. will book a venue. Come see us as soon as anyway, coronavirus leaves. We're going to yes, we're going to Kokomo, Kokomo Indiana. We're going to talk about not depressing things. Hopefully, although Kokomo, you um, you done effed up. Kind of. No. Um, so he was born on December 6th, which is our dad's birthday, in 1971, and he was born with hemophilia. So then he contracted HIV from Factor 8, which sounds like a Nazi thing, but is actually a medication made of human blood plasma that is used to treat hemophilia. Um, oh. And so he was a straight white kid who got it from a blood transfusion, and that's what got the public interested in HIV, which is sad. Oh, but, I um, do know. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. I've heard. So he this. was given six months to live, but he actually lived for five more years, which sounds like nothing, you know, like five, only five more years. I mean, like that's five years. That was his high school career. He got to go to prom and everything. He was expelled from school and not allowed to be readmitted because of his diagnosis he had to take classes over the phone. Um, and um, so even though doctors at the time had no had like come to the conclusion that HIV AIDS posed no risk to the other students unless they all like cut themselves open and he did the same and then, you know, all that kind of thing. Um, so they knew it was almost impossible to catch in a normal school environment, but the public in general still didn't understand HIV AIDS, you know, thanks Reagan and all that. So when he tried to return to school, parents and even teachers held protests against his being able to return. And he eventually won a court case and was allowed to go back to school. But kids tormented him as kids are wont to do. They wrote insults all over his locker. And I'm sure they were gay slurs because that's where you got HIV at the time, according to everyone. They broke the windows of his house. They slashed his family's tires. Uh, and a New York Times article even says that cashiers at the grocery store would throw his mother's change on the ground to avoid touching her. And so in every single article about him, uh, Ryan is uh, referenced as the poster child of AIDS, which... um. Yeah, I don't like that term really very much. I, I mean, he was the I mean, one it's who like made people technically pay correct, but like that's not really what. Yeah, it was. it's like it reduces him to like that's what he is. You know, yeah. he is the poster child of AIDS. Um, not by his choice. Not by his choice, certainly. But right. then he what he was really brave about it. He went 
on to do public campaigns and advocacy for AIDS research and education. Mm. Um, he, at the time, was the most influential voice for AIDS because he was A, a child, B, straight, and C, contracted AIDS through, uh, like, a blood transfusion rather than, you know, like, anything icky and gay and that kind of thing. Um, this did... Um, like definitely not blaming him for this, but it did lead to more stigma stigmatization of gay men donating blood because that is still where everyone thought HIV came from. And it took these innocent, innocent quote unquote victims, which means, you know, not gay um, to get people to actually pay attention, which is a situation with pretty much every movement. And this is going to be a uh, controversial thing, but I always say it. Like, the queer movement overall needs straight and straight-passing people. The trans movement needs cis people. The asexual movement needs sexual people. Because legitimacy can only be um, aff affirmed, is that the word I'm thinking of? Can only be given to a movement when people who don't fit the mold um, step up and, like, surprise people right, by like supporting a, it. I don't understand why that's always how it has to be but i know it's like the well because i don't it's just like the people in power have to surprise the people who think they're in power you know yeah. kind of like that they think they're right but then they see like you know i don't know bill gates doing whatever he's doing and they're like whoa although bill gates doesn't do anything well, i mean he does what did he just do <laughs> he recently just get into that <laughs> he's um bill Ga well because he's been trying to he just did something recently that was really good i can't remember what it is but um, he's trying to kill all. The, he's trying to murder all the babies in Southeast Asia. No, he's trying. He's like trying to give money to people. You haven't or heard something. that um, conspiracy theory? No, that that he's trying to kill everyone in China. No, all the babies in Southeast Asia. Why? Um, well, Bill he, Gates? he he kind of is. Um, in a way, he's giving them uh contraception things so that they can lower the um, like unwanted child rate i don't know apparently like I there's mean, a big connection between having contraception and like advancing past a third world country so he's giving I them mean, a bunch like, of that uh, stuff in in a china no longer has the one child policy but they do still value boys over girls and this is so, not china i'm talking about this is everywhere but china pretty much everywhere but china yeah then i don't guess i don't understand that just everywhere else around are, there. Are female children valued yeah. in these places? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. He's just trying to well, get I have no clue. the amount of premature births or, like, um, unwanted Unwanted? Birth. Yeah. Things yeah, low. that is a really good thing. Like, you know, those kind of um, initiatives in, in, like, Africa and other countries like that because, like, you know, there's the burden of raising a kid, but then there's also such a high infant mortality rate and such a high, yeah. like, mother mortality rate. Speaking of which, I got so many photos at the cemetery on accident of, like, mother and child who died in childbirth. And I was like, oh, I was going back through them. I was like, oh, cro ooh. Hmm. whoops. Anyway... <laughs> So, other prominent innocent quote victims um, include Ricky, Robbie, and Ricky, Robert, and Randy Ray, who were three hemophiliac brothers, three brothers with hemophilia. They are not defined by their hemophilia. Uh, and they were diagnosed with HIV in 1986 through blood transfusions. 
and they were also denied entry into schools. They waged a federal court war, and the boys were allowed to go back to school. They also won a settlement of $1.1 million, which is nice. And then the community burned down their house. Whoa. Yep. So the only surviving brother is Randy, who manages his HIV through advances in medication. They all kind of went on to advocacy. Uh, The other two brothers died. Did what? anyone die in the in the house burning down? Doesn't seem like it. No, but they they just like the community burned down their freaking house. Jeez, like Louise. a week after the a week after the settlement. Yeah, and and that, I, I I literally wrote that out that way because that's how the Wikipedia article <laughs> read it. Like I was reading it other places, you know, and then I just like I looked at the Wikipedia yeah. page and that's how it said it. And and I was like, won okay, a settlement of one point one million dollars. Their community then burned down their house. Yes, exactly, right? Jesus. And so I was like, okay. <laughs> That's how I'm putting it. That's All right. horrible, though. It was, I don't know. And so then another prominent figure with HIV is Magic Johnson, um, who everyone says has some sort of magical cure for HIV and AIDS yeah, because he's not died yet. It's called money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and he advocates and he's set up foundations to give resources to people living with HIV and poverty, especially um, POC communities. And he's put a lot of pressure on the drug companies that he gets his HIV drugs from to mm. make the necessary drugs available and um, and like affordable to like the the POC community and, you know, just people in poverty in general. Uh, obviously, he's not super successful but i can't imagine how much it would cost um if he weren't exerting his influence you know yeah so anyway ryan's family moved to another town probably because they didn't want their house to be burned down um and he actually made friends there he had a date to the prom and he lived as he'd always wanted as mostly a normal kid so he moved to cicero indiana and um, when they learned they were he was moving there, the they reacted in the most appropriate way possible, which was they sponsored conferences and discussions and educational programs about HIV AIDS, and like and so there was there were no real problems with him as attending school there because they held these before he even like started going, um, and and like he made just friends there no one wrote on his locker or anything like that um but on april 8th 1990 at the age of 18 surrounded by his mother grandparents and elton john Whoa. he passed away yeah he made a lot of celebrity friends and stuff as he uh you know through his advocacy and stuff uh his father seen him in the hospital the week before um but he wasn't there when he died unfortunately and he died one month before his high school graduation so people who called on his parents in their time of grief include michael jackson uh vice president dan quayle senator edward kennedy and donald trump and while ryan was alive michael jackson gifted him a red mustang convertible he met with Ronald and Nancy Reagan. To their credit, they finally did something involving HIV and AIDS, I guess. He went to the Academy Awards and he appeared on talk shows to educate the public about AIDS. And it was on one of these talk shows that he started like having um, sh- like shortness of breath 
I don't know if they canceled it or I didn't see anything about like what happened. It just, he might've just like gone through it and then been like, I feel a little out of breath. Um, but so on August 18th in 1990, they, they passed the CARE Act, AKA the Ryan White Comprehensive AIDS Resource Emergency Act. And it passed both houses of Congress with like total bipartisan support. They were just like both sides were like for sure. Um, and it required that services be set up for people living with HIV AIDS and most specifically those who are uninsured and or lack access to the resources they're entitled to through the act. They award issues or award. They issue awards. They award issues awards to issues. Uh, clinics and healthcare facilities that reach the high goals set by the act. You are all probably hearing my husband scream about Dungeons and Dragons in the background. Uh-uh, Cause I got a noise gate. It's going to be okay, fine. Awesome. They're not going to hear it. They might hear it. Rock on because I don't know what he's <laughs> screaming. Apparently something good's happening. Um, but so these funds rely on the federal budget. So I'm not sure um, how this COVID thing is going to affect those funds. Yeah. And um, then um, also just just a bummer reminder. Uh, let's not forget that people with HIV and AIDS are extremely susceptible to COVID and no one is talking about it. So except start talking for about um, it. that uh, who what, was it Ryan Jones or I don't Alex know. Jones Alex um, Jones yeah uh, you were gonna tell me something Alex Jones said weren't no, you No it wasn't Alex Jones but it was something just as ridiculous Oh I where is that It was on something I was about, watching It was about uh, penguins Yeah I was um, watching uh, last week tonight with John Oliver and he was talking about uh, like America One Network A O N N is that one. I don't uh, know what that is. They're like a super far right thing and just Trump loves them and whatnot. But they had this article where they were, it, this zoo had decided just to not release the genders of the, the penguins that were born. So um, this this lady on the or anchor, anchor person went on this uh-huh. rant about uh, like the bi- biological family and traditional family and then ended the thing by saying don't let transgender penguins um oh god where is it i sent i sent a text to you with that in it i'm trying you to sent me a now. text about how like john daly handed us some just like handed us a wonderful topic john oliver but, like, john, Ol- john who Lee. did i say <laughs> john daly who did i say john daly don't let transgender oh. penguins fool you. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Um, yeah, you sent me that, and I was like, you have to tell me about this, but you have to wait for the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have more information about that available, but that's essentially what it was, just a diatribe on traditional marriage so and stuff. So what it is is that, is that she they're t- not releasing the gender of the penguins? Yeah, they just that's... decided not to. Like, it wasn't so, a... Like... Uh, controversial it's, thing it has in any way to do with, with being transgender. they just it's they just they take nothing and turn it into their agenda like they're, yeah that's weird they're even i mean like g- there was the time that they had the the penguins have a gay marriage but no nah, this is just was at uh, least overt this is just they decided not to release the gender of the penguins <laughs> like what a why and it's just like this woman's going on this like hate rant 
on TV, and you just have these cute little penguins half, like, the screen is half, and the penguins are swimming around and, like, cuddling with each other, and just, like, this is an attack like, Look at these on the traditional family. Trans the white male has come to, to you know, that kind of thing. Oh my Don't let God, transgender penguins fool you. It was great. That is, uh, <laughs> that's the best thing. And the worst. What on earth? So the frogs are gay and the penguins are transgender. And uh And who cares? What else do we, oh, like, and a tiger the... has COVID. Um Yeah. What is happening? Frogs are not gay what, from the what water. What today is? Oh yeah, yeah. You wanna hear about what the... else today is? Today is the day of pink. So on Wednesdays, we wear pink. Wednesday, and, I um, uh didn't I'm wearing Black. You don't get the Mean Girls reference. Well, guess what we're watching immediately after this. Oh my god! Um, I don't know why that's such a like well it is, remembered and thought of. It movie. is just soundly praised across this. Nathan loves Mean Girls. It's just a great movie, yeah, and it's so I, quotable. Yeah, it's so you have to. It watch is it. funny, but it's just also annoying. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, it makes me, it makes you angry sometimes. May, anyway, maybe now that I'm removed from that environment for quite a long time, it'd be funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I yeah, I don't think it came out when I was in high school or whatever. So it was like, yeah, it was right around that. I time. don't know. It was I think before that, girls. Was... I think girls could kind of relate to it a little. Well, females maybe. I don't know. Middle like in high school, people who present as female, I think, can relate to it. <laughs> because there's always the mean girls, <laughs> just always. But yeah, there are some mean girls out there. Yeah, uh, that took it. That took it pretty far. But yes. the day of pink has nothing to do with mean girls. Oh, so it has to do with Oof. wearing pink on this day to uh, show your solidarity against school bullying um, based on homophobia. It started in Nova Scotia, which is cool. Um, and, huh. okay, yeah, so it started in Nova Scotia when two straight high school students saw a gay student wearing a pink shirt being bullied. So then they all decided to buy pink shirts. Like, there's a whole bunch of them just got together, bought pink shirts, and, uh, just wore pink. And, uh, like, the whole school started wearing pink one day. And so now, uh, today is, um day of pink and you wear a pink shirt and you stay at home and nobody sees it but then you post on facebook maybe do you I remember know. when it was like a huge thing in hip-hop for to have a pink t-shirt on like that was a whole big thing and having pink things and uh it had nothing to do with breast cancer like it had nothing <laughs> to do with anything at all it was just like they were like they decided to wear pink do you remember? Yeah, I do. Do you remember that? Well, like, there was like a year recently when when everyone was like, "I really like men who are comfortable enough to wear pink." Right. Or yeah. That's a, yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, and it's um, like I mean, I guess I did open a lot of doors. Like I have seen a lot more guys wearing pink or people who present as male wearing pink, which I like a lot. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. I feel like wearing pink is is just one step, you know. Right. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Okay. I think I had something. I think I had something. The unicorn. Um. Oh, I put. I made a post today on the page, 
today being yesterday. Tuesday, yesterday, um, about this family that colored that colored their entire house rainbow with chalk. So it's really cool. They print. They had like they have a brick facade, and they colored every brick with rainbow colors with chalk. And uh -huh. um, so that sounds like something fun. And then I wrote that we should talk about something positive we did today and pay it forward. I don't remember what I did today. I raked so some bananas. What did I do? Oh, you know what I did? That was, probably wasn't today. What? But I bought toilet paper at the quick shop, and there were like two things left of it. And so oh, I yeah, right. paid for both that. of them, and then I left one of them up at the counter. And I was like, this is just in case anyone like really needs toilet paper and they don't want to pay for it and she was she looked at me like i was crazy <laughs> and i was like whatever that like, girl took this... the toilet paper but i mean yeah she you know what if it, she needed it know? then she needed it yeah we we don't necessarily nathan says we don't need it yet we have like three rolls maybe i have and found they're out going kind of quick how much Toilet paper should last. I've been so wasteful with it my whole life. Just, um, I'm realizing now how long, how much you can make that stretch. I know. Yeah, and everyone is like, stop using toilet paper. Use the family rag thing, which I've heard of before. There was a big movement before. But huh. um, we don't have laundry facilities. And I'm not wiping anything gotcha. with a rag that cannot then be washed. You know, if you'd like so, to like us, we'd like you a lot. <laughs> can, you can check out Moving our Facebook on. page. Uh, it's queer all year. You can go to our group and join in on some discussions and things like that. It is called the Queer All Year Mafia. Mafia. You can check us out on Twitter or Instagram at um, Queer All Year Pod, where we share little fun tidbits with you guys. And if you want to get in on some bonus stuff, the really good juicy material, we have bonus episodes and all kinds of stuff available at patreon.com slash queer all year. It's great. Bonus videos, um, bloopers, ringtone, all that. Check it out. Patreon.com slash queer all year. And if you would like to like us, we would like you a lot on apple or spotify or wherever you listen to us if you could give us a review or or a rating preferably a five star rating that would be awesome if you would leave a review with your rating that would be even more awesome yeah. because then uh more then awesome. apple thinks you like us and um yeah do you want some advice from a unicorn yes all right so today's advice from a unicorn is you probably look better without them anyway. <laughs> so whatever that means to you, that's, that's, you, that's it. I mean, whatever that means to you. Surely, that, surely everyone can think that over. I don't think it necessarily means a person. Uh, I probably look better without my fake nails anyway, I guess. I don't know. Um, the unicorn, unicorn is so wise. Oh my god. Oh, uh, the unicorn has some great ones coming up. Um, so, uh, so the unicorn uh, thinks you're awesome and thinks you deserve better than whatever's happening. 
especially COVID. Uh, you probably look better without COVID. And I am going to blow the dismount and somehow make it to We Love You.